Welcome back to the Simply His Coffee Shop. Today is part two of Lynn Williams' incredible testimony. So (laughs) on to part two, where because of the scan that they did where they marked everything, in that they found a little aneurysm on the heart. And so they sent me to a heart doctor, which looked at it and said, it's not big enough yet that we do anything about it. So, but he said, but we'll check it in, in so much time, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was clear done with the cancer, just done, 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 done. And um, went and did the scan for the heart thing, and it hadn't changed a bit. But they said, wait, that little tiny bitty dot that was on your lung has grown more than twice its size. Mm-hmm. And so you need to get in there and get it biopsied. So call the cancer doctor, get a biopsy, and find out you have lung cancer now. And the biopsy, it's amazing to me. I learned things I didn't know about cancer. But they can tell when they take that biopsy what part of the body that cancer came from. And they could tell that that was endometrial cancer in my lung. Migrated. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That they could tell that it went there. Hmm. And, but it had set there dormant for that time, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, Esther, for such a time as oh, this, right. <laughs> yeah. okay, God, here we go again, you know, ah, <laughs> it, I, my brother used to take me on roller coaster rides and he'd holler at me because coaster. you got to open your eyes. And I would go, no, I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't have to open my eyes. I don't want to see this. Yeah. I don't mind this, but I don't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, so they did the biopsy, and the next thing was to meet with the surgeon. And this surgeon was the most amazing young fellow. He had the joy of the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. He practically bounced off the walls with so much joy. It was, he just brightened the room when he walked in, if you can say that about a surgeon. He'd run up and hug you. I haven't had a surgeon hug me before, but right? this dude did. <laughs> and he... Uh, He's told us, yes, I'm a believer. I pray for everyone I operate on before the surgery that God will direct my hands. And he had been brought to this hospital just three months earlier. And he did the, the laparoscopic mm-hmm. instead of slicing you open. And um, it was in my middle lung on my right side. And he said, your left side has two lung lobes. And your right side has three, and it's in the middle one. So he said, what I'm going to try to do is just take out that middle one. And he said, it's the one that you use the least to breathe. You know, it doesn't function as hard as all the others do. We're walking out to the parking lot, Stan and I, and uh, Stan says, how do you suppose this hospital got this guy this wonderful Christian guy to come here and be a surgeon and had to buy this big laparoscopic machine that cost all sorts of money. And he's the only guy within 500 miles that would do it. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. And I said, God did it just for me. (laughs) (laughs) He just grinned at me. (laughs) What's he going to (laughs) do? So they set me up for the lung surgery. And once again, you're laying there and you're going into surgery again, going, God, my life is in your hands. Yeah. I don't know, you know, 
who I'll see to say hi to the next minute. Right. The coldness of that table uh -huh. really settles yeah. in the coldness yeah. of the moment. Mm -hmm. It does. It's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, for anybody who goes there, it wasn't a, it wasn't a worried thought. It was just a, this, this yeah, could be, okay. you know, well, will I be looking at your face next? You no, know, exactly. It, yeah. Exactly. It's there. It, yeah. And, uh, the surgery went well. The, doctor was just bouncing off the walls once again when he came in saying <laughs> it was perfect it was just perfect there wasn't anything wrong we got it right out and he said you know well he already had the results from it because they do it right then yeah because mm -hmm. they probably have to make sure they mm -hmm. he had to make area. sure he got it all when he was in there so he said there the borders are all clear it's just it's out of there and um i think i have uh, maybe four or five slashes down my side. One of them, they had the big drain in that drains everything out. And, and it was funny. <laughs> the doctor would come in and he'd have you make a fist like this and blow on your thumb. And what it did was it backed up any air that was in my lung into this little thing that had water in it and it did gurgle. And they went by, they wanted to make sure that all that excess air was out of there that came in from the surgery. Mm. And I... Once again, I got through it so easily. I just thought, this is amazing, Lord, that you have made this so simple when it just looks like it could be so devastating yeah. and hard. And um, I went back and saw him, I don't know, probably three weeks after the surgery. And he said, Lynn, your lung has already grown back. The bottom one grows up, takes up all that space. He says, your breathing is perfect. If I hadn't done the surgery and taken that out, I could not look at your x-ray here and say that you'd had the surgery. Oh, wow. 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 So, Thank yeah, God. God just made it disappear. Yeah. It filled in, and I haven't had any trouble breathing or anything. But then it hits. The <laughs> hardest part of the whole thing. But because of all the work I've done and because of all the work that doctor did with the hysterectomy, he says, we really want to make sure yeah. that we've got all these little dots where this one was a little dot. We want to make sure that we've killed them all. So we recommend that you go through chemo. Oh. But he said, mm. you know, I'm looking at him. He goes, no, if you were my mom, I'd tell you the same thing. If you were my wife, if you were my daughter, I would tell you the same thing. That's how I feel. You're going to get all different opinions. Oh, of course. You're, and you have to. Mm -hmm. pray and consult the ones that God has given you around you yeah. with what should I do? What choice should I make? Because it seems to me like through my life of almost 69 years now, I've seen both sides and I think God is with both sides. Absolutely. You go mm -hmm. this direction. Mm -hmm. God is with you. If you Absolutely. choose him to be, you go that direction. God is with you. If you choose him to be, and if yeah. you've surrendered totally to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's up to you and the ones around you to choose. And yeah, you'll give, have lots of people that give you their ideas and that's fine. But it comes down to your choice. Right. So the chemo starts. And I'd say that so far through all this has probably been the place where God has taught me the most. Yeah. Wow. Because that's when I've had the most contact with other people going through the same thing mm -hmm. and to see their response their transformation in their lives as to how they're handling what they're going through yeah. and the symptoms are not 
good and they stay long and they come harder than you expect. Mm -hmm. And they hit everybody different. Sure. Each one's different. And they mix up different stuff for each person to take according to what they think they need to have put in them to do. But it was more interesting watching what different people did with it. And you are sitting in this room and you've got an IV in you and I think I drank 30 to 40 ounces on the way there. And then you're supposed to drink the whole time you're there. So that makes for lots of trips to the bathroom. So yeah. I had a contest <laughs> with one guy that was there on the same day as I was. To, we counted to see who, most, who that day made the most trips because you have to take your <laughs> I, IV pole with you. <laughs> and they put these medicines in you all at different times. And the little beeper that <laughs> goes off when one's about to run no, out. I so you're, you're looking, thinking, okay, I got to go. Do I have enough time for this thing goes off, you know? And you have to unplug it from the wall and wind up your cord and go out with it and head for the bathroom. And uh, it got me one time where the beeper went off. And you're, <laughs> you're hurrying because you're going to want to get out of there. And just watching different people communicate with others to either share, most of the time, it was to share the encouragement yeah. Of you can do this. We're doing this. You, right. can, you can do this, you know. Yeah. And then giving each other little things. One of the stories, there was um, a little little old lady that came in. Not that I'm not old. And she <laughs> had on, I mean, it's summer. And she's got on a little stocking cap with the ball still on mm-hmm. it. And it's striped. And she has tape that goes from her forehead down across here. And she is so stuck and weak and blue and mm-hmm. that finding a vein on her that they were looking for. And she's just, ow, ow. And the nurse was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And ow, 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 ow. And then she's like, that's okay. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> and um, so she got to talking then about it dries you out. And she said, I'm, I'm so dry. I'm so dry. And the nurse said, well, you need to put lotion on. And she said, well, I did. And it was some kind of lotion that had petroleum in it. Uh-oh. And any time, because I messed up on that the first time, and I put one on that had petroleum on, and it burns you oh, like no. crazy, drives you nuts. And she said, I couldn't do it anymore. I tried it one time. So you never know why God sends you with the stuff he does. But I had a brand new thing of vitamin E lotion in my thing and I took it out and I said here sweetheart take this the petroleum stuff don't use it it will burn you but try this it will help you feel better and she said oh thank you so she started talking with me and she said "Uh, my grandson uh, he was worried because he said grandma did I make you lose your nose because she had no nose under that tape no nose there at all And she just looked at him and she said, no, honey, God helped you to trip me when you did because they never would have found the cancer. Had I not tripped in, it would have been too late. Oh, my God. So she did the flip. Yeah. She did the flip. There's a little backstory there. This young man caused her to trip. Yeah, her grandson. And that is how they discovered it. And that's how they found it. She busted her nose. She fell on her face. Oh, my gosh. And that's how when they went to... You know, tape up her face yeah. and stuff. They said, nah. Something's there. Something's oh, not right. Wow. And that's how they found it. So she was, you know, not only comforting her grandson who felt like it was his fault. Right. Uh-huh. But he made given the glory sick. to God that mm. that God had given her the chance to know and that he helped right. that, that he was become there to be a discovery there. so yes. she could get help. Yeah. 
That's a very yeah, cool spin. Yeah, just sweet people like that. The other one would be, you asked me the other day about, did you ring the bell? The first mm -hmm. time through the radiation, they didn't, there was a bell there, but they didn't say anything to me about ringing it. Well, on the last treatment for my chemo, the nurse goes, oh, it's your last time. And she runs and she gets this little um, graduation piece of paper that was just, <laughs> it was just construction paper that said, congratulations. And then it was signed by all the nursing staff. And then she says, now you've got to ring the bell. And so, you know, I'm out there and Stan has the phone ready to take me, ring in the bell. And, and so <laughs> I'm ringing it. And as I'm ringing it, I'm watching this little lady come with a walker, bent over, head wrapped up, walking down towards the treatment center. And, and uh, she said, oh, good, you got to ring the bell. And I said, I did, I did. I said, I sure hope you get to ring the bell real soon. And she says, this is where it got me. She says, oh, I already rang it once, but I'm almost ready to ring it again. Mm -hmm. So she had been through <laughs> cancer twice. And I said, oh, that second shoe dropping. You know, that, hmm. I have to admit, that still hangs over my head. Yeah, naturally. You know, okay, God, is this, I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Is, is the shoe going to fall again? Is it, and all I can do is, oh, well, if it does, yeah, right. you're with me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, your story is so incredibly inspiring. You know, what would you say to, you know, maybe somebody struggling at home with this diagnosis or maybe their family members and how best to support it? Wow. Because everybody's personality is so different. Right. Yeah. And all the personalities of all their family is so oh, different. Yes. Point. Yeah. Good point. You know, I do still say that the first thing you have to do is you have to surrender and you have to remember that this isn't my home. Mm. Right, for sure. We get so used to this being my home. This is why I'm here. I mean, I go to work and I come home to stand and this is my home. No, this world isn't my home. Right, yeah. The old song that says, I'm just a passing through, my right. treasures are laid up. What are our treasures? We can't take our no you phones and our cars <laughs> right. and our our jewelry and you know all those things that dust and corrupt and rust and mm -hmm. those don't go with us. Who do we yeah. take? We take these guys, That's right? <laughs> yeah. That's who we take. Yeah. They are our family. They are our treasures. Yes, mm -hmm. ma'am. You know, there isn't anything important here other than that. Amen. I agree. So when I kiss Thomas's face off, <laughs> it's because he's a treasure. <laughs> well, they always ask me, is Lynn watching us today? Is Grandma Lynn going to come over and be with us today? Are we going to go on an adventure with Grandma Lynn today? Uh, so they love it when irritated. Grandma Lynn comes and watches them. <laughs> Even the older two, Kate and Nita, they have a very special bond with Grandma Lynn. <laughs> well, I would tell them to tell their families. And then, first of all, the prayers from everybody is Absolutely. incredible. And mm -hmm. God doesn't you feel it. not hear that. You, you feel, feel it. it. Yes, You feel it Absolutely. from everybody who's doing that. So that isn't like the least you can do is pray for them. No, it's not the least. It's way up there oh, on the huge. list. Yeah. I mean, I got cards from, from people that I still get cards from every week or every month. It's like they've written down on something, I'm going to do this, mm -hmm. you know. Just to let you know that, I mean, it's attention. 
what in life is better than attention? We all yeah. love it, crave it. Somebody looking at us and loves Somebody us. Somebody took the time and oh, effort yeah. to reach out or to say something nice. So that attention, you know, because they're in so many different situations. To be able to cast their cares, to be able Amen. to get rid of their worry, to give that Absolutely. to God. Mm-hmm. We can't change a minute with our worry. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. It, it, once again, it's kind of worthless because it doesn't do any good. You know, sometimes those things still hang in your head, even when you say, I'm not worrying about it. It's still there. And every time of it course. comes up, you go, I know, but I can't do anything about right. it. Right. Um, but it doesn't mean that sharing that sometimes isn't good for the soul, too, you know, because yeah. right. Joe and I are polar opposites when it comes to that. Oh, yeah. I say he has to word vomit a lot of times to get things out of his system, whereas I have to contemplate and I hold a lot of stuff in until then I'm ready to share. So neither one is wrong. It's Mm -hmm. just the way that you process it. But sharing with somebody saying, you know, I don't doubt God, but I do have questions and I'm feeling a little bit discouraged today. Yeah. And, you know, I've done that with you multiple times myself. And I know you've done that to me, Catherine. I'm just feeling really down today or I'm, I'm having having a hard hard time putting this where I need to put it. Exactly. But that's that. And that's okay. We've said this before. It's okay to not be okay. Absolutely. And that doesn't mean that you trust God any less. No. And that's the beautiful thing I think about Lynn's story and watching you go through all of this is that is that it's never fully gotten her down you've been able to still okay I'm having a rough day but God is still in control absolutely yeah and that's that's been wonderful to watch sometimes I think it probably is harder for the person watching it oh yeah for than sure the person that's going through it that might, yeah yeah Because I I can attest to that because I know your husband has had some health issues and my husband has had some health issues. So that's been a lot, too, of where you and I have even connected is sharing that part of it. But having somebody that can help walk you through it and watching them go through it, it's like, man, if I could just take it, I'd just take it. Right. But how how do I help them stay positive to get them through this? Right. You know, so... And especially men, they feel so helpless when they can't fix everything. Oh, there's, nothing, there's nothing like that. You know, we talked the other day about how um, cancer will give you more humility than you thought you could have. It will, yeah. it will take you down to show you that you are nothing and put you in situations. We've <laughs> laughed about. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you laugh about them later, but right, at the right. time they're not yeah. too funny. No. And, and yet... You can see God working through those situations, even in, in funny things that you would never expect to happen. And one of them was after a treatment, and we were on our way home, and we stopped at a health store. <laughs> and because it dries you out so much, it will dry your mouth out, which I didn't know would happen. And I got a great big lump that showed up in about five minutes on the side of my face. And they said it was because the inside of my mouth was dry, although it didn't feel like it, mm-hmm. that the gland that runs right there had um, stopped up. So mm-hmm. um, we were stopping at this health store to get some healthy lemon drops that don't have sugar in them to suck on. And uh, standing at the candy place trying to look through it and find it, and I told Stan, I got to go to the bathroom, I got to go now. You know, it was one, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be real sorry if we wait around things. So <laughs> I get back there, and there is one bathroom and there is one person waiting on the bathroom. Oh. And I am the next person in line waiting on the bathroom. So I am 
thanking God for today. And <laughs> oh, Lord, please help me hold this. It's going to be a real wreck. What am I going to do if I don't, you know, going through the scenario with him, then looking at the floor and I wasn't paying any attention to this next person in line to the bathroom. Knew they, knew they were there. Right, right. So one in it comes out. And then this one who's waiting turns to me and she says, Lynn, you can go in now. Go ahead of me. And I said, and she was a lady from church that I oh, had no idea. Man. I hadn't even recognized oh. her. And I said, oh, thank you so much. And I flew by her. And when I came out, I thanked her better. <laughs> you thanked her better. But all through that, just the things, the lessons that you learn and stuff are so much there. So no matter what you're chewing on in life that you can't swallow, mm, that's look it. for what God is showing you through it. Look for God mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Don't be just looking at how bad this is. Look for the small things that show up. Right. The mm-hmm. person that gives up their place in line for you to get into the bathroom, you know. Yeah. It'd be huge in that moment. Oh, it was big, huge. <laughs> yeah. But yes, and, you know, just the smile on somebody's face who's gone through it twice before harder than you and is joyful. Yeah. Yeah. All those things are are people that God puts in your place, words that he puts in his place, words that he gives you from his word when you need them while you're laying there and you you feel his presence with you and you hear his words that are life going through you. Those are the things that you think on. Yeah. The recollection of those scriptures that you've read and studied in those hymns. He brings them up. Those worship songs. It just comes right. They just come up. The one you need at that time. Exactly. Well, this has been... A wonderful time. Have you guys enjoyed this? (laughs) Lynn has so much to offer, and we are so lucky to have her in our life, and my kids are lucky to have her in their life, and I'm just so grateful and blessed. Such a blessing to everybody in this room. I'm glad that God has kept her here with us for longer because we need our Lynn. (laughs) Everybody needs a Lynn in their life. Thank you so much, though, for joining us today. We hope that her testimony has blessed you and that you can learn something from it that may be just changing your perspective on the things that you are going through. God is still in it. God sees you. God will always be there for you. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week in the Simply His Coffee Shop.